This is No Halos Here, hosted by Jen Lang and Jane Stark, the place to inspire a change in your consciousness to elevate the world. We're two heart-centered business owners nourishing our inner rebels while growing our respective businesses. No Halos Here is the result of bringing together an opera singer turned spiritual mentor and a marketing professional turned well-being coach to meditate daily. Together, we unite physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energies into a powerful presence to lead, heal, and inspire. We love exploring the shadowed edges of life, the universe, and beyond through honest and thought-provoking conversations. Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of No Halos Here. Today, just with me, Jen Lang. And I want to talk today about this concept of surrender versus trust. Uh, This came up in my spiritual practice this morning. And one of the cards that came up for me was labeled trust. And it asked me to look at this different relationship between surrender versus trust. And at first I was like, hmm, I don't really... I don't really know. Like it kind of, I know they feel different in my body when I say those words, but I hadn't actually sat back and thought about it. And I, so many times these phrases come up in our language around surrender and trust, you know, surrender to the process, um, trust, trust your heart, trust in the outcome, just trust. And sometimes that asks us to go quite deep. And if you haven't looked at your relationship with these words if someone has trust issues for example have you ever unpacked and looked at what that means and speaking of someone who definitely um, is a suspicious type (laughs) suspicious scorpio um, definitely have had trust challenges throughout a lot of my life and i sort of reflecting for myself on how much of that is I'm not going to say self-created, but how much of that is uh, I'm being shown situations to deepen trust so that I can deepen my trust in myself and in people around me. I've even, I've even had exchanges with family members where, you know, I've said to them verbally, I love you, but I don't trust you. And that's such an interesting, like... Can you love someone fully and completely and not trust them? And like my answer is yes. And I think Jane and I need to unpack this topic together because it is quite powerful. However, she is uh, sick with the illness that shall not be named. So we are, uh, I'm like, I'll just take a solo episode this week and talk about this surrender trust concept. The... This love and trust piece, I still feel like you can love someone perhaps even beyond the trust relationship. I feel like love does go deeper and that hmm, as I think about this and verbalize this to myself and to you, the trust piece is if you don't trust somebody, then you're still speaking from a place of and space of fear, fear that they will break your trust again, or fear that they will betray you, or fear, you know, of whatever outcome it is that you are fearing. So trust, or a lack of trust can show you how to go deeper into love for a person or situation or even for yourself. However, when a relationship of trust has been damaged, sometimes that can even 
I'm going to say encourage or show you how to love even more deeply and even more fully uh, that person or that situation that brought you there. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because sometimes that really does push us to, to dig deeper. Now, if we bring in this word surrender and, you know, I feel like surrender can be taken in so many different ways. Surrender can be a place of disempowerment, meaning you give, you give up. You're like, I'm, I've hit my limit. I'm done. I surrender. Um, you know, obviously in traditional patriarchal masculine terms, surrender is to give power or allow the other side to win. If you're talking in a sort of a binary competitive two armies are at war and one surrenders or two individuals battling and one surrenders, then the other person is the winner or the victor. So there's that sort of, I think that's the aspect of surrender that most people are familiar with. Now, when we look at the word surrender through the lens of, I'm going to say more the more spiritual world, where you sort of surrender to the process or you surrender the control over a specific outcome, that is trusting that it's letting go, actually. It's letting go of an expectation you might have about that outcome, or it's letting go of the pressure that either you or others have put on a perceived outcome on a situation. Now, what comes to mind? Do you know that feeling of swimming upstream and you're going, you're moving through your day and you might be running errands and you hit every red light and when you arrive at the grocery store, there's a lineup of two people, but when you finish your shopping, there's lineups of like 20 people. And it just seems like every next step, everyone knows that feeling, right? Where you're being sort of blockaded or or delayed at every step. Sometimes this happens in a work project, sometimes this happens in our day-to-day lives or in, you know, in relationships. That is a time for both surrender and to trust. And it's not easy because in our achievement, get things done form of society that we currently live in, the, maybe I'll call it like toxic busyness, toxic doingness, the aspect of things that keep us delayed from checking that next thing off the list, like Jane and I have talked about, or keeping us so driven on the doing that we don't have, we don't even know what it's like to be. However, sometimes when we're put into these situations where we have to surrender, like if you stop at the red light or you risk, or you risk an accident and you stop at, you, you know, before cell phones were a popular thing, when you lined up at the grocery store, that's why there's all those magazines at the grocery store aisle, because they knew that you'd be waiting and that you'd last minute, maybe you'd read an article in that magazine or you'd see the cover and you pick it up and you throw it in your groceries, uh, in your grocery pile. So there's a surrendering to the delays that are a natural, perceived delays that are a natural part of life. And sometimes it's a surrendering to the whatever is unfolding in front of you. Sometimes that surrender, and it, it kind of sets us up in this quote unquote battle of, you know, you versus time or you versus your errands. 
And that's kind of where that surrender piece, it's, it's still set up really in the binary, um, bipolar, like, I'm not going to say bipolar, but it's not quite, it's the binary of like this or that one or the other male or female. But what we want is this surrender to the flow of exactly where we are in our day-to-day lives without feeling like you're battling yourself or a concept. So the, I feel like as I talk through this topic for you all in this surrender versus trust piece, I want you to, or invite you to, look at those words and what they mean to you. And do you trust yourself in your day-to-day activities? Or what aspects of yourself do you trust? What aspects of your life are easy to trust? And what aspects of your life are less easy to trust? Or less easy to dig deep into that trust space? And then feel into the word surrender. And I feel like sometimes there's can be a softening in surrender. So if we remove it from this sort of battle or um, binary opposites type of language, if we surrender, maybe is that just an exhalation? It's just, and you kind of surrender to the aspects of your whatever is unfolding for you. So those red lights, if you're running your errands and you keep getting all those red lights, then that's an opportunity. And so by shifting your view on those perceived delays instead to maybe they're perceived pauses and they're gifts and they're moments for you to close your eyes and moments for you to take a breath, count to five or count backwards from five and just come back into yourself. That is surrendering to what is here right now and trusting that you are exactly where you need to be at this moment in time. Now, it doesn't mean that surrender is without action. And I think I want to, I probably, I want to unpack this with Jane when she's back, but this surrender without action, surrender with action piece might be, surrender can just be a place of rest and being, absolutely. But surrender might be, Maybe you've been striving for something for so long and for, you know, it could be years. And it's been all encompassing. Actually, this really funny example comes if you've ever seen the movie The Princess Bride and the Inigo Montoya character who says, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. He's been in the revenge business for so long for I think it's like 20 years, 20 plus years. So he's trying to find, track down the six-fingered man who killed his father. So he's dedicated his entire life to fencing, to tracking down this man, to finding him. He finally finds him, succeeds, spoiler alert. Yep, that's part of the movie. And then um, the farm boy character, Carrie Elwes, plays him. He says to Inigo Montoya, or the man in black, the man in black says to Inigo Montoya, I, have you ever considered a career in privacy? Because, because Inigo says, I've been in the revenge business for so long that I don't know what to do with myself. So in that case, you've been so focused on something for so long that the idea of surrendering to something new 
feels so foreign because you've lived your life with that purpose. But what if you experimented with surrender being the purpose? Or what if you began to play around with, instead of pushing in a particular situation, what if I let a surrender to what is in front of me right now and see what happens? I think this kind of relates back to another episode that Jane and I recorded on um, the pressure we sometimes feel to fix things for others. And this is a great opportunity to practice the surrender piece because you have to surrender to the possible outcome that the person is not going to pick up the slack and you have to be okay with leaving it. Um, you have to be okay with that outcome. So I feel like that is an aspect of surrender and I'd say qualities of trust as well because you are both trusting yourself not to quote unquote interfere or fall into old patterns or habits around helping someone through or trying to fix something for somebody. And then you're surrendering to what comes next and letting go of the outcome. And there is power in that as well. So I think I might sort of leave this episode here and sort of leave you with these open-ended questions around what is surrender to me and what is trust to me. And interesting how trust can be broken, um, but surrender can't. We, that expression doesn't exist in English. Maybe it exists in another language or another concept. So what are your feelings around surrender versus trust? And how do those words feel different for you? These are some journaling and reflection questions. I really encourage you to maybe do this while walking or moving your body and sort of playing with those words and those concepts and trying to bring forward into your life examples of when your trust might have been broken or when a situation in trust might have been damaged. And then what did you do or what was your response to that situation? And is there healing for you to do there? And if so, choose the path of love and deepen your, I'm going to say, deepen your loving relationship with yourself to move forward past that situation and surrender to the love that wants to come forward for that specific reason. Just some examples and thoughts to play with. As always, wishing you a really fantastic day ahead. And one more note for you that Jane and I are taking a break over the summer, our summer here, for July and August. There won't be new episodes coming out, but we will be uh, releasing on our social media. We will be re-releasing and bringing your attention to past episodes that we feel deserve more attention and love. So I hope you enjoy that. Uh, we are doing a sort of a refresh and a relaunch over the summer. So we'll be back in September with some new looks and feels. But in the meantime, we have another episode after this week's episode. So we will see you on our sort of season closer. Um, or you, rather, you'll hear us. We won't actually see you. But anyway, sending that out into the world. And uh, we'll catch you next week here on No Halos Here. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us for these conscious combos. If you're ready to dive deeper, head on over to wearejenandjane.com to continue the conversation. If you love this episode, please take a moment to share it with your friends or your network and leave us a review by going to Apple Podcasts. Find us on Instagram at wearejenandjane and let us know what you enjoy and what you would like to see more of. 
We'd love to hear from you. 